Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program this weekend. I've got a unique opportunity of a place that I didn't know existed and then found out about it, and so we're going to learn about it today. So I am at Earlham College talking with the Miller Farm Manager by the name of Lucy Engie. Lucy, how are you doing today? Hello, how are you? Uh, I am doing great. So fun to hear about new and different things that are in the community in this part of Indiana and Ohio, and uh, this is one of those. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited to be on the program and to get to talk with you about all the wonderful things um, that Miller Farm is doing um, over here at Earlham College. So let's start with the basics. What's your background? How, how, kind of, <laughs> where, where'd you come from? How'd you get here? Absolutely. So, as you already said, my name is Lucy Engie. Um, I have been Miller Farm Manager for about two months now, and I actually come to this position from a bit of an odd background. <laughs> I worked in Ohio uh, state politics before this, um, out of uh, undergrad, and um, I went to Wilmington College, studied uh, food policy, political science, um, and religion and philosophy and wanted to go into agriculture out of undergrad and couldn't figure out a way to economically, uh, <laughs> financially, stably uh, do that. And uh, so what with politics, I had a bit of a, several internships, it made sense, place you could make money. Um, and I had planned to go to Earlham School of Religion where I'm doing my Master of Divinity and this job came open and now I'm a farmer and whatever else my job entails by the day, whether that's learning about solar panels or compost or plumbing problems, you know, each day yes. is its own challenge. So. <laughs> and that's Decided the agricultural industry right there. Yes, in exactly. It's like every day is its own unique inter- exactly. oppor- opportunity yeah. there. Yeah. So cool. So this is one of those things that really fascinates me because for me growing up, Agriculture was taught at Purdue, it was taught at The Ohio State University, and that was it. Yeah. And now we start hearing about all these other colleges that are doing it. You know, Ivy Tech has it, and Wilmington, and you know, lots of different places. And now we find out that Earlham's got opportunities to do that same thing. And that's really, really cool. It is. Miller Farm's been around for several decades in some form. It used to be out on Abington Pike. Um, as a house that was completely run by students. Um, And that was the first kind of rendition of Miller Farm. It's been on its current site out by um, the uh, Equestrian Center for Earlham College um, for about six years now. Um, And it no longer has, it's no longer students living there. Um, It's more of a farm and we now have a community garden and it's a really great space. I think what makes Earlham's program particularly unique is the emphasis on sustainable agriculture um, and regenerative agriculture, which I don't think is a lot of programs it's a part of, but it's not the central overarching focus. Um, And that's just kind of what sets us apart in what we're doing here. And that's so cool because you start to see different institutions doing agriculture and you're starting to see some specializations in areas where others are going to generalize some stuff, but if you really want to focus on something, in this case sustainability, this is a place to look at that. It is, and what's really neat is we're not just offering an extracurricular for students, we're also offering um, an academic program for students. So we currently offer an applied minor in sustainable agriculture, and that's uh, the joint effort of many mm-hmm. departments, so you're getting the kind of that interdisciplinary viewpoint, and um, we also offer 
you know, just not an access to students who just want to have some interaction with the farm um, of farm class practicum. So they're just spending a few hours each week out on the farm with nature, learning hmm. about plants, and getting that yeah. more of a greater connection to their food, um, just as a small part of their curriculum. So That's awesome. So tell you what, we've learned a little bit about you, we've learned a little bit about Miller Farm. We're going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsor, and when we come back, we're going to dig into what's going on out at the Miller Farm and some of the specifics for that for the public to know about, because there's opportunities for you to get connected. But we'll be right back after this message. Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com. And we are back. Thank you again so much for our sponsors. We appreciate the support that they have in helping share the word about the agricultural industry. Again, Scott Caldwell here with Lucy Engi, uh, Erlum University's Miller Farm Manager. So, Lucy, tell me about what's going on at the farm. I mean, we know it exists now. We know where it exists, back by the Equestrian Center. What are you doing there? So we have a five-acre piece of land. About an acre of it we use specifically for our own uh, mixed vegetable production. If anyone out there who's listening is familiar with the term market garden, um, pioneered by Elliot Coleman, um, that's kind of what we're about. Uh, Small, intensive uh, vegetable farming, typically organic or sustainable. Mm -hmm. Um, We're looking towards getting our own organic certification, which would be an exciting development. We also have a whole plot for community gardeners, So we have about 15 community gardeners um, from across the community. It it started out as a pilot program with Amigos um, here in Richmond. And now there are 15 gardeners who are very excited and we're really hoping to grow that program and get more people out there. We also have an edible food forest and uh, we have a partnership with a local farmer who harvests our our hay and so we get part of that. And we also do some composting or we're working on revamping that program a bit, but yeah. Awesome. So tell me about what you're looking at with revamping the composting program. So I didn't come into this position knowing a lot about compost, and (laughs) now I think I am compost's uh, number one fan. Um, (laughs) I, you know, you think of a dirty pile of rotting things that that's not very exciting, but it's actually a really clean process that's so important for soil health, especially, you know, around here we have such dense clay soil and that's a real barrier in agriculture or at least for our farm it is and so we can add nutrients to our soil we take compost uh we gather food scraps um through another part we're housed under the center for environmental leadership and so part of that another part of that center is the student sustainability core and so they're the ones who gather uh food scraps from around campus and then we're the ones who turn that into food for our soil so it's really a neat process um 
and I'm working with a wonderful student who's very involved in Miller Farm on an independent study, and so we're really digging into uh, what makes sense for our size, um, how can we do that, so we're considering, if anybody's heard of st uh, static aerated piles, um, so basically involving air in compost, <laughs> so cool yep. stuff. Cool, and you were, we were talking before this that you're bigger than the backyard compost, but you're smaller than the commercial, trying to find that middle ground and the applicability there, right? Absolutely, and I think that's just a really big gap, um, and I think there's this, there's this barrier, especially for small organic farmers who desperately need uh, the you know, allowed compost. Uh -huh. I was talking with um, someone last week, and they're about 45 minutes north of here, and they're hauling, they're getting their compost from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, wow. So figuring out um, how farmers can overcome that barrier in making their own compost, mm -hmm. we're hoping, I've, I've been talking to some people with Purdue Extension, we're hoping, I'm hoping that these are kind of the beginnings of partnerships that allow us to be a part of some practical research on how can compost happen on the farm. And speaking of partnerships, you had mentioned earlier the community garden area. Are there opportunities for people within this community from nearby here to get involved with that? Absolutely. Email me, call me. Um, I'm on our alum's website, and we'd love to get anyone who wants to farm, um, have their own, their own plot, and be a part of the community garden. And even if you know nothing, we are happy to get you started, and it's a really great opportunity. Um, to be a part of a community of people interested in food. Yeah, and I, the neat thing about a community garden is it doesn't always have to be about you. It's that opportunity also to participate in helping deal with food insecurity, food injustice, things like that Absolutely. as well, right? Absolutely, and that's such a big issue as we all know here in Wayne County and in Richmond. And so we really hope as we kind of envision what you know Miller Farm looks like five, 10 years from now, that we're an active part of that conversation, not only here on our own campus in dealing with food insecurity among students, faculty and staff that we're also helping and being a part of that conversation here in the greater community. Awesome. That is so cool to hear about. And when you get partnerships and dealing with the community, and, and I know if you're outside of this area, there's still places around your community that you can be a part of those types of things as well. Now, I want to go back to one or two words, really, that you mentioned earlier when you were talking about what you do, and you said the edible forest. Yes, so our, our last farm manager, Tony Noble, this was one of his passion projects. Uh, he started, so we have um, a lot of, anybody's familiar with the term permaculture? Um, okay. So it's really including um, building up, it looks, does not look like a forest, I want to make that very clear. Um, <laughs> You're not chewing on trees. No, no, no. This is the beginnings of taking back land to make it into a forest. And so you can go into what will hopefully look more foresty one day, um, and less like a, a yard project, and, uh, and, and have elderberries and other plants that you probably haven't heard of, and I'm still, I'm still digging into to, to the wonderful project, but to have a place where, you know, you're not actively farming. Like when you're growing lettuce, it's a very involved process, but a place that exists and provides food. And so that's a great thing that it can be a community space. People can gather in it, but also food can come out of it. Right. Um, and that's an exciting prospect of just having this thing that exists that we yeah. can eat from. That's awesome. So it's really cool to hear how the agriculture program here is really focused on the local community and the opportunities that you have here. Uh, and, and that's great where some people want to learn that. Other people want to go to a Purdue or Ohio State and 
learn the bigger scale of things, but you can go and learn what you want to where you need to as well. Absolutely. And, you know, I think so much of the conversation is, you know, sustainable agriculture <laughs> pitted against conventional agriculture. And I come from not my current generation or my parents' generation, but my, my grandmother grew up in a farming community with all her brothers and sisters in Adams County in Ohio. And that's what they do. And I think it's just more of a partnership and having that dialogue. And so, you know, for my students here and for this program, I think what the most important thing is, is that this is a viable, that figuring out how to show that this is a viable way to live, that this can be a part of your life, and just connecting students to food um, and having these conversations. Absolutely. So I appreciate you taking time, but I can't let you get away without asking the question I ask all my guests at the end of the program. What's something you wish you had known when you were younger? This is a tricky question. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me is I realize time goes by really quickly and you can get so focused on what's going to happen, what's ahead of you, planning for the future, that you forget to live in the moment. And I think I wish I could go back and tell myself, you know, in grade school, I'm young, I'm not that old, but in grade <laughs> yeah. school and middle school and high school, like live in the present and enjoy the moment and how important mindfulness is. Yeah. Every day is a gift. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been Scott Caldwell talking with Lucy Engie, the Miller Farm Manager here at Earlham. Uh, so Lucy, again, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been great hearing what's going on here and what you're doing with that. And in that same way, folks, get involved with your community, figure out how you can help out, and make sure you take that time to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week. <laughs>